good Saturday afternoon to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. New content Saturday. It's entitled, This is Me, Sharing My Life Through Personal Reflection. It is a beautiful day here in Illinois. And uh, I hope wherever you are, it's beautiful too. It's it's beautiful because... uh, it's been cold like the last couple of weeks and even though it's still you know the high today is 57 the fact that the sun is shining and the majority of the snow is melted except for a couple of piles here and there in various people's yards it's a really pretty day it's it's almost like the hint of spring is coming uh which i believe that it is uh anyway i was doing this new uh content where this is me sharing my life because you know, I talk to you often about experiences, and I don't think I've, because I've been doing the podcast probably about a year and a half, you know, some of the episodes that I did earlier where I might have shared this information, I don't know if that's always readily available. So, I mean, you have to find it is what I mean. You have to listen to all of the episodes or start from the beginning. And um, because at the time, I was with a totally different platform provider i'm not sure if some of those are got transferred over imported over is what i'm trying to say so this is me so i figured that today i'd start with this is me talking about um the path to academic librarianship and the reason i picked that is because i often tell you you know i'm a librarian when i cite the sources but i don't think i've ever shared that path and i always think you know daily life lessons as well you know things you can learn when you are applying for jobs or just through experiences because I believe wholeheartedly that it is our heart, our skills, our ability, and personal experiences that are always useful. And it comes up in conversations because people talk about their life, you know, what they do, and things of that nature. So I would say and share that the path to becoming, you know, a librarian was completely varied. I greatly admire, um, people's undergraduate experience where they talk about how for you know a period that they were undecided so because they were undecided you know they they got time to take some classes and then later you know they decided on a major my experience was not that at all I tell people I'm from Augusta because the smaller town that I'm actually from most people won't necessarily know it but um and I'm a Georgian and um I went to a small college, a small uh, historically black college uh, that wasn't Spelman, Fisk, Hampton, Howard, Clark. Uh, and I say that because oftentimes when people say historically black colleges, those are the ones that you think of immediately, or at least those are the ones people know for sure immediately. But there's so many, you know, there's Alabama A&M, there's FAMU, there's Claflin, there's South Carolina State. I didn't go to any of those, but uh, I did go to a small historically black college, and, um, you know, it was small, and I remember, you know, the experience of your, you know, setting up your classes for your first semester, and they're asking you, you know, because they have advisors and things all around you, and they're asking you, you know, they're telling you you can't leave it undecided, and for me, that was a challenge because I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to be I knew what I didn't want to be at that time 
because I come from a family of teachers. When I say I come from a family of teachers, I mean that my grandmother taught for 40 years, my parents were teachers, my aunts and uncles were teachers, and my parents have a cut set of cousins that are the same ages as, as them that are teachers and their children are teachers. So the one thing <laughs> that I didn't want to be in college was a teacher because I was like, I want to do something else. That's That was my, you know, mindset. I want to do something else. and But I didn't necessarily know what doing something else was. I just, just, I didn't know that yet. And, you know, I think people, when they share experiences about careers, you know, oftentimes they're sharing experiences that they know. It's not necessarily true or false, but it could be limited because if they aren't exposed, they haven't had, they haven't been other careers, they can't really tell you about those careers because they haven't been them. And I say that because um, my parents would say they would, when they, they didn't necessarily tell me what to major in, but I know they said to me, they told me not to major in sociology. And I was like, why wouldn't I major in sociology? They were like, it's a great major, but what would you do? But I think they were speaking from the experiences because they didn't know social workers and, and they didn't know people who studied sociology. They didn't know, you know, about that. My parents' generation was a time of where people were uh, nurses, where people were teachers, where people were military professionals. Um, that that was their um, experience. People worked, you know, in the hospital. They became doctors and dentists, you know, maybe lawyers. Um, but and police officers, but, you know, social work, uh, social workers, psychologists um, weren't necessarily uh, people that they talked about. Because when I think about the, the church that I grew up in, um, it was a, a Christian Methodist church, and um, the majority of people there were teachers, they were um, military, dentist office worker type those were the experiences i don't know any sociologists i think the first time i met a psychologist i was in high school she went to our church but um and then i met an industrial psychologist as well um i was also uh going to college so anyway all that to say people speak from their experience so i you know when they had a they had you know you can see the list of names before and after you, you know, and they were waiting and I had to come up with a major. So I know it's terrible, but I picked my college major by saying any, any, money, mo. And been <clears throat> looking at the the list of, of information that was before me. And like I said, I didn't necessarily want to be a teacher. So I saw a lot of people that were becoming elementary, middle school, high school, you know, teachers. There were people majoring in biology and math. That did not interest me because science and math were not my strongest suits. My best class was probably biology and anatomy. The other ones were struggles. Um, Math was a struggle for me. I got through it. Uh, It's not because I, you know, loved it or understood it. Um, So I, and then there were people that picked business and accounting. And I like computers. Uh, so I saw there was a business information systems major, and so that's what I selected. Um, and I did that major, you know, at the time, the programming languages I learned were like COBOL and, and uh, uh, did I learn Fortran? No, C++. And um, I took business classes that were like marketing, and management, and, you know, um, capstone classes, 
you know, that you put skills together, how you when you solve problems for businesses and things like that. I took business calculus and college algebra, um, and I had a tutor every year, every semester, because, like I said, math was not my thing. But I made, you know, good grades. And uh, when I graduated from college, I uh, didn't necessarily know what I wanted, where I wanted to work, or what could you do? Because I didn't necessarily do an internship you know, with the organization. I mean, they had, you know, organizations that came and talked to us during business week, but I didn't necessarily get a job with them. I think one time one of them called me about a program, but then they never, you never heard more about it. And when I followed up, it it pretty much didn't exist. So I don't know about that particular experience. And that was my only experience. And I wasn't necessarily at that time a person that, really tried to expand and expound myself. So when I graduated from college, uh, I was uncertain of what I wanted to do. I kind of thought about graduate school and I had applied, but my uh, test scores for the graduate management admissions test were low. So I took it three times and I did not make a successful score. When I say a successful score, now it's probably changed, but a successful score at that time would have probably been, you know, something in the th- I'm, I I don't know what a successful GMAT score is because later I know what a successful graduate record exam score, and that was like a minimum of a thousand, um, high, or and or and or higher. So I don't remember what it was at that time because you have to remember that I graduated college in 1999, so <laughs> it's a little bit. <laughs> It wasn't, you know, it's it's probably the scores that you have to have now are not necessarily the same. So my first job was doing technical support for America Online. Yes, America Online. It was a, a outsourcing company, and I was the person on the phone, and you ran them through steps. So that was my job, and I did a lot of different jobs. I did technical support for America Online. I did later. I did customer service for. Um, it was a competitor to Comcast called Knowledge. I did customer service for business solutions, um, business office solutions. It was Icon at the time. Um, so those were my experiences. And then later I taught adult education at the vocational uh, and technical school. Um, and I did initially start a master's program in like information management on the Army base because uh I had the ability to do that through my 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 family members uh, were were military professionals. So, but the problem with that was that if an armed service professional decided at any moment that they wanted to take a class, I could be booted out because I was not directly an army um, professional. I was a dependent of an army professional. So it got to the point where I took the classes, took all the electives, but I could not get into the um, major classes. So that, you know, was a disappointment to me. And I just thought, well, what's the point? Because I don't want to waste this money taking classes. Um, And it's not even in the area that I need. And I didn't want to change at that time to health information management. Because I think the program was through Central Michigan University, if I remember. So I stopped. And then, you know, I thought, well, I try to go to other schools, but it just seemed to be problematic because I grew up with overprotective, sheltered parents. So 
even though I was 23, they wanted to make decisions. And I mean, I get it on some level because you're living in their house. So, <laughs> and depending on, on them for things. So it was, it was a quest to um, figure that situation out. So all that to say, <laughs> I worked various jobs. And I'll do another podcast to talk about my personhood uh, and and um, the background of experiences of, of, of uh, with my parents. But you know, I finished college. It took me a while. I, I did later. I tried uh, the master's program in computer science. But what I discovered when I was trying to do the master's computer science in computer science was that I had not had a lot of math and programming classes. So they were like, oh, well, maybe what you should do is, you know, take, you know, they gave me a list of things that might be helpful. So I tried doing that. Now, some of that was, was, was okay and some of it was challenging. The math classes were challenging. And I remember having problems with the math. I don't know if I had problems or if I just was uh, reaching out to the professor to ask for help. And the professor asked me, hey, have you not considered sociology and I'm like why would I consider sociology because I'm just trying to understand this math homework assignment that's what I'm trying to get help with so it was just an interesting experience and power dynamics and and people that you know you're trying to continue your education but it's problematic then I was you know when I was in the master's program for computer science I was taking classes at Armstrong State I believe it was Armstrong Atlantis and I remember being in this discrete mathematics class, and it was difficult to get through the class because I didn't necessarily understand the professor's accent. And then I would ask people, you know, other students, did they understand? And they would tell me, no, they didn't understand. So I'm like, how y'all get through the class? What do we do? Is there like a, a, a something else that I need to be doing? It was just really interesting. So, you know, me and school initially were not necessarily vibing. <laughs> I tried a lot of programs um, trying to continue my education. And, and I can say the reason why I was trying to continue my education was because I felt that, you know, the best way to increase your income was to increase your education because I was working jobs. But a lot of the times, you know, the jobs that I was working, you know, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't necessarily making a livable wage. And even when I had the experience of applying for jobs that you know you had the you know minimum requirements of you know a bachelor's degree you know it just seemed to always be a, a challenge and a struggle I maybe I would get one interview but I would not move forward and it was just a long arduous process for me doing that and I worked a, a lot, like I said, I've worked a lot of jobs. I've done customer service, as I was telling you. I've done temp work for agencies. I went back and tried doing substitute teaching for a while. Or sometimes I got permanent sub jobs, you know. And, and you know, it was helpful because it, it helped me take care of myself because I was living on my, you know, own and, and trying to, you know, live out adulthood. But career-wise, it was it was just problematic but the saving grace actually came when I went to Tallahassee Florida for the master's program in adult education they had a certificate program that I 
was able to get in and it was basically uh you take 12 hours and then you know you can apply to the master's program and then transfer these classes and it also was helpful that i was teaching adult education at the time and um so I, I learned a lot of resources. It helped me, you know, increase my skills in writing. And I, I wouldn't, wasn't doing research at that time, but um, it was very helpful. But of course, when I went to apply for the uh, master's program in adult education, I did not get accepted. And um, I wrote the teach, you know, wrote teachers and asked questions about you know the program about you know what do they think I could do to improve my application one of the things they talked talked to me about was my graduate record exam score was really low so from those relationships I was able to go to the boot camp and from the boot camp that I attended and really um working on my uh building, building my math skills uh, I was able to make uh at that time like a thousand on the GRE and then I reapplied. But I didn't reapply to the master's program in adult education. I just did not. Um, at the time, I was doing a master's program again in computer science. And it was going well. I mean, I was definitely having a better time at Columbus State and understanding things. But I wasn't passionate about programming. I was doing it and making good grades in my classes. But I was at the point in my life where I was like, I really want to like more about my life than the fact that the check will come on time. Um, I really want to like what I do and it's from those experiences that I learned um, about librarianship and at the time I confess that my initial thoughts about librarianship was that it was confined to circulation and uh, cataloging and I was like there's no way I can do that because that's just not as exciting for me. No shade to people because that's what you do it's just at that time I was like no nah, I need I need to do something else. I'm like, how else can I use or could I use these uh, these technological skills that I have and programming skills? And then people were like, yeah, you can. You know, you can do web services for libraries. And I'm like, really? And so um, I uh, that's what I did. My focus was information architecture, where I learned storyboards. I learned systems administration classes how to build websites and things like that. And it was really an exciting time in my life because for the first time, it was like, I liked school, I was thriving in school and not just the thriving in school because I know that's what you're supposed to do. But it was like, I could see how this could connect to some job that I actually liked because that was really important to me, liking what I do. Um, I was just at the phase where I was like, I've worked a lot of jobs. I really want this really great life for myself. How do I move toward it? Toward it? And if you remember yesterday, I was at saying, you know, the empowering question is what activities do you engage in to grow and change? So when I think about, you know, my actual personal life, you know, school and um, learning other career uh past and learning how people become and work in different areas were things that I did in order to enhance um, my skill set. And I'm going to stop right there because I have been talking to you for 19 minutes. So that's this is me. We'll pick this up another time. I hope that what I've said today has been helpful. I hope that it isn't like you saying, you know, that, it, that I rambled. I really wasn't trying to. I was just trying to share that we all as individuals have journeys. 
journeys and paths that we take in our careers and our personal lives you know how do you actively grow and I think you know there's no one path uh Everybody has to choose and do what works for them and govern themselves accordingly. Feel free to write in to the podcast to let us know what's your path. What what activities do you engage in to grow in your daily life, be it in your career, be it with your family, be it with your family, uh, be it with your relationships or spirituality. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace.